What's up, YouTube Nights? Welcome to a special edition of Lords of the Long Box. We like to call this Lords of the Box Office and a special Ooh. early review of Aquaman from <laughs> Warner Brothers and DC. I'm a man, Dark Side Jedi in the house. Say what's up to the party people. What's up, party people? Um, whoa, I didn't mute the audio here. Uh, what's up, party people? Hey, we got to see Aquaman yesterday and we're here to tell you about it. Good or yeah, bad, man. we're going to find out. You guys could have seen it too if you've been paying attention to uh, the show or to my Facebook or to anything where I told you guys that they were having a special Amazon Prime screening. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't get in early, it was probably going to be sold out. But my theater was intact, was packed. How was your theater? Packed. Every seat. Every seat. It was awesome. Yeah. But it was quiet. Like nobody really like cheered or anything. It was very, very quiet. Yeah, we'll get to that uh, toward uh, the end. Uh, once again, this show is sponsored by KRSComics.com. Go to KRSComics.com. Use the discount code of LOTLB to get 10% off any Keras Comics exclusives. Also, TheGeekySwagShot.com. Use the discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off anything in their store. What's up to everybody in the live chat? Beyond the Ooh. Blast Doors, Matt from Beantown, Kratos99. What's going on, everybody? I know there's a live auction going on in the Great Legend right now that's been going on for four hours. So, you know what? We don't mind if you're not watching that. You could always no, watch sir. this on the Rewind. Rewind. Because we're just going to do a quick review, non-spoiler. Uh, we were going to pre-record it, but we figured, hey, we just do this. It's easier that way. So, no spoilers in the live chat if you've seen it. All right? Uh, so, uh, let's get right into it. Uh, this uh, course is coming out next Friday. Uh, or Thursday, maybe. I don't know. It, it could be Thursday showings. But uh, like Spider... You know what? Spy the, when I saw Spider-Man Into the Universe, there wasn't even that much uh, hoopla about it. They just right. popped out showing a week early. But this one had a lot of anticipation. Um, so Ryan is, of course, the Aquaman expert, so I would defer to him on anything when I don't know about it. But basically, the story picks up after Justice League, um, and we're not going to give any spoilers. So if I'm a bit vague, I don't want to give anything away. So it takes a, a pace after the events of Justice League because they allude to it a couple times in the movie. And he's pretty much, um, I would say he's a celebrity, right? I mean, mm -hmm. people know who he is, right? Right. Yep. He, um, yeah, there was a, there was a funny scene in a bar where people, you know, you think there's going to be something going down, and but it's just people who are admiring who the guy is, a fish man. I think and that was very smartly played because yes. if it didn't go i won't give away any details but it's in one of the trailers where the guy goes hey man are you that fish boy he goes no i'm the fish man <laughs> it could if it would have went the way you thought it was it would have just been really cliche but i like the way he went with it in that direction uh it was pretty cool so mm. it tells a story basically the the beginning of the movie is jason momoa doing a, a voiceover narration of basically how his parents met and how he was born. And this isn't really a spoiler. Um, I don't know if that is, is that part of the new 52? That whole backstory of his father and his mother, the queen of Atlantis? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So the, this, this, this is movie, that her name, Atlanta or Atlanta? Atlanta, Atlanta I think. I, I'd have yeah. to, I, I can't remember exactly, but this is very heavily new 52. I mean, if you've read the new 52 run of Aquaman, this, this, they pulled at least two or three stories out of those books. Um, so for, for me as an Aquaman fan, I loved it. It was, it was comic book come to life for me. Um, I would recognize the stories, um, the characters, the color. I, I don't know how to describe it. I was in awe 
Um, it it kind of it made you feel like you were underwater. Um, the way the camera panned and it was, you know, in some ways, I don't know. I think maybe somebody might get nauseous if they if they are a little seasick because there was a lot of spinning and a lot of like underwater. Movie, I don't know if this movie would be good in three D because a lot of films I don't think so. I wouldn't want to watch it in 3D. Don't do well because already you have to imagine 3D glasses and they have to make things darker. So most of the film takes place underwater. It's very colorful, but it's rather murky and dark. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how well that would play in 3D. But okay, here's the best example. Uh, If you've seen James Cameron, The Abyss, it's like that uh, on steroids as far as like the colors, it's almost like an alien world underwater. So, um, so we, so we get to see the backstory and then obviously you, basically his mother gets banished off of earth. Uh, and then, you know, you, Arthur Curry kind of grows up with his father. He's kind of, you see it in the trailer. He's kind of by himself. He can kind of communicate with fish. And what I really thought was cool. And I won't give away a spoiler was a nod to super friends, uh-huh. and aquaman when he talks to fish you know right. what i'm talking about right yep. yeah no, you know, it was that awesome thing, it was awesome that was that was that's a nod directly awesome. to the yeah and arthur uh, curry and what i really things- liked about this movie one of the things that i really liked about this is and i'm coming i watched venom the other day um so i watched venom and then so i'm kind of comparing the two and, and a lot of origin stories in general you get an hour 45 minutes of a boring lead up to action you know finally he becomes venom finally he puts on the gauntlet finally he does whatever in this one it was it was very quick like so they did the first origin and then throughout the whole movie through flashbacks you get to see the rest of the origin which i thought kept the pacing really fun so it was it was a fast quick energetic I mean, there was really no lull. It was pretty exciting yeah, all the way through. And I think you've seen it in the trailers. We're not giving away much flashbacks of him training with Volko and how he uh, learned how to fight. And I would say one of the favorite things, my favorite things of the movie is hands down the probably the best um, weapons fight oh, choreography awesome. of all Very the cool. DC films, of all comic book films, really, because it's a lot of sword fighting and a lot of how spear fighting uh mm-hmm. the spear fighting is is right out of a kung fu movie from hong kong you know mm-hmm. if you ever watch those like wushu movies where it's a lot of it's just sword fighting not hand-to-hand and spear yep. fighting i think they got a lot of that from uh old shaw brothers films or movies from uh, hong kong in the 90s i thought the fighting between aquaman and uh ocean master and it's in the trailer where they fight with the spears was done incredible i like oh, the, the fight choreography good. was good and i think james Wan did a good job of filming it to where it wasn't a lot of jerky worky things uh to me m- the stuff in the water and the ocean worked better than the stuff on land if that makes sense i thought the stuff on land was a little bit uh too bright and i think the uh some of the costumes when they're out of water kind of looked a little cheesy but you know what this film i i think embraces the uh cheesy corniness of it and it, it literally it puts the corn in a popcorn movie you know it does. It, 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 but in a but in a good way i mean yeah there yeah. were some groaner lines you know but it, 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 look past that it's the action was there the if if you're an aquaman fan you're gonna love it I don't know if I can it say is. you're going to love it if you're not an Aquaman fan. But... I will say this. It is the most ambitious DCUE film to mm-hmm. date. More if so than Batman vs. Superman. Because if Batman vs. Superman was very uh, contained. It was Batman, it was Superman, and you know it was in one little yeah. place. Right? The scope I mean, of it, this movie is yeah. immense. Immense. And this, 
and this movie also talks about the Atlantean mythos, which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it because well, I was actually damn, I had to pee so bad because we just had dinner right before it, so I had a couple of beers. So I was like, damn it, I broke the seal. So, so then I went and I was walking out, and then this was the part where they were talking about uh, the origins of Atlantis and how it was. You know, and this isn't a spoiler. If you don't know the story of Atlantis, then you shouldn't even be here because Atlantis. It's a long, long story. How it's a, it's a, it's a, a civilization that basically got buried in, in the ocean, right? And so Aquaman builds on those mythos. But I was walking, I started talking about. It. I literally stood in the hallway so I could finish that scene, and then I went because <laughs> I didn't want to miss it, right? Because I was right, like, damn, right. this is going to be important. Um, so I like that. And when they, you, you, at first, you're thrown off by the scale of it, right? So it, there's it is big. But what weirds weird to me is like they went in the ocean and then there's like uh what looks to be a five o'clock traffic jam going into Atlantis, like yeah, all these right. ships. Well, you know, it kinda in, in a way it reminded me of the Rainbow Bridge a little bit. It was a bridge going into Atlantis. But um, at five PM traffic. But right, right, no, right, <laughs> sir. It was LA, it was the four oh one. It was um, the four oh five. Or four oh five, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The four oh five on a Friday night. Everybody so knows, yes, yeah. Matt Collections, Black Manta. To me, Black Manta stole the show. I thought I mean well the, both villains, Orm and Black Manta, were fantastic t- t- to me. Um, pulled directly from the comic books. I loved Is the that origin a story with Black Manta and his father. I don't. I, I'm not book? sure. I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm. I'm actually pulling all my because, new Fifty Two books, and I'm going to read them this week. Because I know ex- in the in the comics, uh, um, Atlanteans killed Black Manta's father, or right. if not Aquaman. So there's a very important scene at the beginning of the movie that kind of sets the tone for later on. And I'm glad that there was an actual callback to it. And it's very, um, without giving away, it's very man of steelish. Right. I'll say it. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. When you saw it at first, you're like, Oh no. Yeah. You know what I mean? I so like, in a way no. it's like they make you, it's one of those things where they, I think they try to make you sympathize with the villain, but ah, it just doesn't work. Cause he goes so far. You know, yeah. it, it was, it was, but it was really good. Um, yes. And you get to see how his suit comes together. It's a good origin. They give you a black man origin. So that's nice. Orm. Uh, so what uh, are some of the things you really, kinda. you really liked? We'll, we'll do that. Their likes, dislikes. Right. Well, like I said before, like? the way they did the origin story, they didn't do it all up front in the first hour. You know, you weren't bored for, for an hour and then you got all the action. They did it throughout the entire movie. So let me ask you this before you continue though. Do you think, the benefit of him already being in a Justice movie helped this origin story. Do you know what I mean? Because it, uh, it wasn't like he was a character from nowhere. We've already seen right, him. Right, right. But, I mean, you, did, you really didn't get much. I mean, you saw Atlantis. You saw... Now, another thing that I liked was how they handled the talking underwater. It had a little bit of a reverb. It had, you know, you could understand what people were saying. It felt like you were not breathing air you know you're I don't know in if a you different this but when ocean master was on the surface <laughs> sounded the exact same oh really I, but i was paying attention to that i didn't so, notice what's a, it was an interesting concept and this is a slight spoiler but not much is if you remember you well you already seen it mara and aquaman can breathe on air mm-hmm. but not all atlanteans can only atlanteans Oh, is that Atlanticans? It's, it's Atlanteans, Atlanteans, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, only Atlanteans of high-born blood, because of their history, can breathe in water, or can breathe water and air, which I found was interesting, because you'll see 
as the story goes, you know, there's some fighting that's done. And I got to say, the uh, two female leads. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, and I'll tell you what I like. Go ahead. Yeah. No. And I was sure. also going to say, yeah, I was also going to say you know, the, you know, this is a very heavily CGI movie. Now, not everything was perfect. Some of the fate, like, you know, Django Fett's face looked a little weird being young, like a young guy, but it, it you still believed it. Um, but when Mara was doing her thing with the water manipulation, when, uh, you know, Black Manta with his lasers, the, the, the effects, the special effects to me were just spot on. It was an amazing watch from start to finish. Um, another thing I liked was, you know, you didn't, I didn't feel like a lot of people were like, oh, the, the aqua bro. I didn't get a lot of that broness from him. I mean, there, it, there, it was there to an extent but it wasn't as bad as I thought it might be. So I was very pleased that it was level off. Another thing I liked, and this is where I'll leave it, is they they made Orm. There's a scene where Orm, well, a lot of scenes, but there's a specific scene, you'll see it, where they're they're both together. And it they had mentioned something about making, they had made fun of some previous Aquaman stuff, like kind of laughing at, them, at themselves. And you see a contrast of Orm, he's blonde hair, and he kind of looks like the old, the, the original Aquaman, like what we are used to in the comic books. And then you've got Jason Momoa. So it's almost like they're bidding adieu to the blonde hair, blue eyed Aquaman. And you have Jason Momoa. So that was kind of a cool like trick. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but I picked it up. That's probably my pro- projecting whatever. But anyway, great yeah. movie, hands down. I, I loved it. It was great. Yeah. So what I liked about it, like I said before, some of the best comic book uh fighting choreography uh momoa really kills it you can tell he's got the um athleticism to pull these moves off and also the stunt doubles for uh nicole kidman and and uh amber heard killed it because i know that wasn't nicole kidman doing some of that stuff let me say that whatever the two female protagonists in this film kick ass like uh like like at the very beginning you you see nicole kidman is not just the queen no she whoops ass uh, Mira, like Ryan said, I, I was really impressed with her kind of, if those who watch Avatar, the last airbender, she is like a water yeah, bender, yes, right? Exactly. That, that's, yeah, yeah, but it's hand, done great. so much better. It, yes. it, it's, it's done to a large scale. Um, in the water, when you first go down to it, watch it on a big, you got to get the biggest screen possible to see it, man, because when they get into Atlantis and you kind of, it's like, the underwater here's a horrible horrible example but it's like the gungan world uh, in right, uh right uh, phantom menace right when you first see that you're like wow and then the gungan's starting to speak you're like oh that's whack um yep. so i really like and i and me i'm a huge fan of mythology so i'm glad they kind of built on these these mythos and things um the the uh the special effects were on point for the most part uh, if you're a fan of long flowing hair, this is a movie Ooh, for you. And capes <laughs> in water. Because <laughs> when they're in water, all their hair is just kind of like flowing and flowing. Put it this, it, it's an Aquaman movie underwater. You oh, 100%. Sus- it is. You, you, you feel suspend, like you're underwater. You have to suspend belief, all right? You're talking about people that don't say why are they dry or why are they wet. They're people right. that live in the water and just leave it at that. You know what I mean? Um, I thought, to me, uh, I thought. Uh, Ocean Master was a better villain than Black uh, Manta to me. I, I thought he was more. Um, I thought he was he was more developed as a character. I mean, I get why Black Manta did what he did, but it was all kind of quickly done and how angry he was, and we didn't know what the hell he really was, you know? Because at one point he says to Aquaman, 
I knew we were going to meet sooner or later. And Aquaman's like, I don't even know who you are. He's like, right. well, you should. And I'm like, well, they should have kind of kind of went to the And I don't know who uh, the guy at the end, the, the, the he's in the end credit scene. Is he in the comics? You know what I'm talking about? The Asian guy? Oh, yeah. You know, I think so. He's an anti- Yeah, he's like a guy that's trying to blow his cover kind of thing. I'm, I'm not yeah. sure what his name is. But I'm pretty the sure there's a character like that. I don't know what the, I don't know what the running time is, but it seemed to go pretty quickly because there's a there's not because a lot of because it was action packed, man. Yeah, that, that movie was. Times, I mean, they would be standing there talking. They would they'd be standing there talking. You're like, damn, here we go. We're gonna get yeah. a talking scene. All of a sudden, let me, uh, boom. Let me, uh, address a question by Last <laughs> Level Comics. Uh, in my opinion of the soundtrack, because I've kind of already let the cat out of the bag on Instagram when I talked about it. The music is going to be a point of contention to some people. Um, there, it's weird to me. I, I don't know what it is. And I read a review where it was. It's okay. It feels like an '80s synth pop. Like they didn't use orchestra instrument. It literally sounds like a, a synthesizer from the '80s. The Pitbull song is haunting me because it's so bad with that <laughs> weird. But it, I guess it made sense. But right? they didn't they use it much. It, yeah, it made it sense when they played it, but it wasn't played they for were very long. Literally in Africa, and you right. saw the scenes when jump out of the plane that's right, when they play that right. weird song there's a depeche mode song and there's just weird it just to me it i was agnostic to it like it didn't like oh when you you know you see a movie and really good music you're like ah, oh, that in it to me it was just like it was neither here nor there i guess and in that respect it's a lot of like marvel films where the soundtrack is in the back but i think they tried to do something with the soundtrack and so the music to me well if you want to compare soundtracks i just saw into the spider-verse and that soundtrack that was, was legit so that was great. if you're you comparing what, it with that you know how, it wasn't you know that you great just said you saw venom before this why well, i had yeah, just yeah. seen spider-man into the universe before this and so i that's spider-verse and that's not even a fair comparison right you know, because that was a literal comic book come to life onto the screen um but this is like some weird kind of mythological underwater sci-fi but it also like, like, I, I i said it before well i don't know should i i don't know if i yes, should say actually, it or not i said that last level comics i said it whoa uh-oh what happened with tim guess we lost him uh so yeah anyway you guys let's hopefully he comes back but to me I didn't, you know, costumes aside, the costumes to me, they felt like a Star Wars. It, it was very Star Wars-ish, those, those troopers or whatever. Um, and hold on here. I'm not sure what happened. Trying to run a board and talk at the same time. Anyway, all right, well, hey, this is uh, quick. I guess there's an auction going on. Um, I'm going to give you my score. I think this is probably DC's best movie. Um, yeah, I'm going to say it. Well, okay, maybe not best movie. Dark Knight is still my favorite, but this is number two. Um, I give this a 9-8, hands down. This is a great movie for me. I'm an Aquaman fan. This is an Aquaman movie I was hoping for. We got it, and uh, some people may disagree, but that's, that's my goal. And uh, I'm not sure what Tim, hopefully... He can come back, but it doesn't look like it. Anyway, thanks for watching, everybody. And uh, oh, he's in the he's in the <laughs> he's in the chat here. All right, I didn't think it, I didn't say. Um, so, what's your score, Tim? If you hear me, what's your score? We'll and we'll get out of here. I 
I think it's a 9-8 Gomez. Uh, personally, to me, it was 100%. And I gave Wonder Woman a 9-8 as well. But this was just... If, if, if DC continues to go this route, we're in for a treat, DC fans. Because if uh, they get their heads out of the ass, you got Wonder Woman and you got this. Two very popular movies. Let's continue this route. Anyway... Hopefully you guys go see it next week on the 21st, December. Uh, join us this Wednesday. We'll be back, and we might have a special guest. We're trying to uh, maybe introduce somebody. Ah, let's see what we have. Anyway, good night, everybody. Peace.